Welcome to the Military OneSource podcast. Military OneSource is an official program of the Defense Department with tools, information, and resources to help families navigate all aspects of military life. For more information, visit militaryonesource.mil. Hi, everybody. Bruce Moody on the Military OneSource podcast. Military families, they move a lot. You know, we don't like to use acronyms a lot on this podcast, but in this case, PCS, it technically means permanent change of station. But, uh, you know, PCS is shorthand for moving. And uh, so we're going to be talking about PCS or PCSing in today's podcast. My guest today is Patty Dibdahl. Patty is a colleague and she's with the Office of Military Family Readiness Policy. And we're going to talk about moves, moving, and how to deal with it. Patty, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Bruce, thank you so much for inviting me. It is an absolute pleasure to be here today to talk about my favorite topic, PCS. In fact, I consider myself a self-proclaimed PCS expert, and I'm honored to be here today to be able to share not only my experiences about helping military families making PCS moves, but also to be able to share a little bit about my own personal experiences living through moving as a military spouse and moving throughout my career. So thanks for having me. Oh, it is really great. You know, you and I have been having conversations leading up to the recording of this podcast. And yeah, there's there's a lot to moving that you know and you have to share. And you've got some stories. You've got some advice. You know, a lot of it falls into two categories, I think. And you can speak to this. There's There's the actual move. There's watching all your stuff, all your possessions come into a, go into a box and then then leave. And then there's the other half with, which is, you know, how you react to it, how you respond to it, how you grow from that. So we're going to talk about uh, those two things, which, uh, you know, as we talked about, you say kind of falls into like four universal truths. So let's talk about those four universal truths as they pertain to uh, a PCS. Let's get started with those. Would you, would you, Patty? Sure. And, you know, Bruce, those four universal truths, I mean, people are going to say there's a lot of other things that go into PCS, and that is absolutely true. But I'm going to argue the point that they're probably going to fall into one of these four buckets. So I I think if we cover the four universal truths today, they'll kind of cover the whole experience for everybody. So that first number one universal truth that we're going to start out with is not all moves are created equal. And, you know, I'll be the first one to tell you there are some absolutes in every PCS, right? The absolute first thing is you can guarantee you're going to lose something and you're also going to gain something. And everyone's experience is going to be a little different. I mean, if we looked at two families that are almost identically the same in every regard, and they're moving from one installation to the exact same installation, they're probably going to have an absolute different experience, each one of those families. And it's because not all moves are created equal. That's true. You know, they're, they're, they're not all created equal. Uh, you and I could be moving same time, same place. And, and, and even those are going to be two totally different moves between your experience and mine. And, and, and another thing 
is it doesn't really matter how far you move. I mean, whether you're moving across town or to another continent, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that your move is going to be more or less challenging, does it? That is absolutely true, Bruce. And, you know, I'll tell you, even just reflecting on my own PCS experience, if I look at, you know, just share with you my first PCS experience, we hadn't been in the military community very long. And we were kind of, we were going to go large or go home. So we we were making our first PCS move from um, a stateside base to Japan. And, um, you know, I, when I look back on that experience, I don't remember a lot about physically moving our things. I mean, I know we had things. I don't remember a lot about moving them. But what I do remember is being at the Los Angeles terminal and, you know, having our family there late at night and waiting for the airplane to come in. And, you know, they say over the loudspeaker, you know, attention, attention, your airplane has landed, you know, 10 minutes to boarding. And, um, you know, I walked over to the window to, you know, show the kids the airplane. And it was this big, huge brown UPS plane. And I thought I was very young. I didn't have a lot of experience. And I thought, oh, my gosh, we are going to be sitting on this airplane with a bunch of brown boxes because they send you UPS to Japan. You know, that that's really a thought that went through my mind. But that experience, what I remember was getting there. It was not U- UPS boxes. It was, we were actually in a real airplane. Um, but if I fast forward to my last PCS, now you have, I have just decades of experience with PCSing. And for the first time in my life, I found myself looking at a semi truck full of everything we've collected on our adventures over the years. And for the first time in my life, I was the only person on the receiving team. You know, I didn't have my inventory checker. I didn't have my logistics police. It was just me. And, you know, I thank goodness that I had this fabulous moving team. Um, I had made a remark to um, one of the movers that my goal was I want to be able to park in the garage. And anyone who's PCS knows that when those boxes start coming in and rooms start filling up, your solution is put it in the garage. And one of the movers heard me say that. And he said, look, I am not going to let you stack this garage full of boxes. We are going to make this work and you are going to park in that garage. And I parked in that garage. But I, you know, I, I tell you those stories to say that those are two very different experiences you know, just in my lifetime. <laughs> two two very very different experiences almost like a highlight reel you know bruce it is absolutely like a highlight reel and that really kind of goes along with universal truth number two and that is every move has highs and lows and you know when i look back over our nine pcs moves and it's really like being on a roller coaster ride I mean, when you find out you're PCSing, you've you've now entered the theme park line, right? And that line can be frustratingly long. You might find you got one of those little bands and you get to go to the front of the line. But the reality is there is just a ton of emotion in a PCS. And you're experiencing all of those emotions, often on this accelerated timeline, and the PCS roller coaster ride, you know, in the grand scheme of things is not very long. But if we kind of take it back to those highs and lows, when you're making a move, the lows might be 
you know, uh, leaving a job that you love or leaving your friends or worrying about your kids making friends. Maybe packing up your stuff is a low for you. Um, Another aspect that, you know, I know we struggled with in our family was our own extended family. They didn't understand how the military moved. And, you know, we wanted to spend time with them, but we also wanted to get to our new location so we could get settled. So that was kind of a low for us that, um, that those two things kind of really didn't go together. But then if you think about it, there's also highs for that from that PCS roller coaster ride, you know, that can be things like the excitement of experiencing a new culture, or maybe you're going to move to an installation that has better weather or a beach, or maybe your job prospects just got a lot better because you're moving to a really good location. For me, one of the highs was actually the physical moving, you know, the move portion of that, because I like to when the hoard, you know, you're getting rid of those markers that dried up three years ago that nobody threw away and stuff like that. So, I mean, really the universal truth is there's highs and lows with every PCF. There are, there are highs and lows. You know, uh, it just seems like PCSing is sort of a distillation of, of life. People do say I'm packing up my life. It really is true. You're packing up your life, uh, your community, your, your environment, your career your stuff, of course, your school is everything else. And in all of that, there really seems to be a balance um, that you have to maintain a balance between those highs and those lows. Can you talk about that, Patty? Yeah, absolutely. Really, the balance is about expecting and really being okay with the fact that there's going to be both good and bad that are going to make up your experience. I mean, you're you really have to be prepared for things to go wrong to really appreciate the things that go right. I mean, in our family, we use humor. I mean, it really balances out the the good and the bad. And um, one of our kind of battle cries of PCS is protect the dining room table. And there's a funny kind of backstory that goes with that. We were PCSing from um, from RAS Lake and Heath, and we lived in base housing at the time. And I was uh, perched on the kitchen counter because I had a perfect uh, view out the window at the shed where the uh, shed was being packed up. And then I could also oversee the essential um, kitchen pack up because one of the things in PCS, well, my family, first of all, we like to eat. We also have try to keep some semblance of normal when we PCS. So one of the things um, to do that is we needed to make sure we all got to eat together. And so my husband comes in and says he has to go to an appointment. So whatever you do, don't let them pack up the kitchen table. And I thought, I got you. That is an easy job. I got the dining room table is not going anywhere. Well, no sooner does he leave, do I notice that the the person out in the shed is packing up our recycling. So I leave my post for, I swear to you, it was 30 seconds. Okay, I go out there. And, you know, I like to talk and have fun and stuff. So maybe I was out there a little longer. But I rescued the recycling, locked it in the trunk of the car just to head back up the sidewalk to see the top of the dining room table all packed up and going into a crate. So, you know, that gets us to the kind of our funny story, protect the dining room table. I will tell you, we had a happy ending on that. Our family did eat together. We made do with some boxes and stuff, but we still joke about protect the dining room table. That's really awesome. And 
I think the thing about that story is, first of all, folks, you should know Patty has an archive of moving stories. <laughs> and I think that we all do. We all do. We all have these stories. We all have these stories where basically something happens and you're really kind of forced with the choice. You can either find the humor or you can just let it just cook your goodwill out of your soul, you know? And, uh, you know, I think that it's so important to have the right frame of mind when you're looking at these things and, and really find the humor in it. You know, Bruce, and I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more on that. And that really is universal truth number three, is that you control your narrative. I mean, when, when you're PCSing, things get you know, for lack of a better word, they just get real, they get busy, and you feel like things are out of control. And it's okay, it's okay to feel all of those things. But what you have to remember is that you really control your outlook, you control your narrative. You know, if you're in a rose garden, and all you want to see are thorns, that's all you're going to see. And you're really missing out on the beautiful roses, right? And I, you know, I think of that narrative as, you know, you really have to remember that it's not only your narrative, but it extends and it influences all the people in your inner circle. So if you take a minute to kind of reflect on that, your children, right, they take their cues from your narrative, your spouse is going to frame their outlook on the PCS and their attitude every day that they bring to the PCS based on your narrative. So your narrative extends to your circle. And um, those people in that circle and the people that you care about are going to use your narrative to help them shape and react to your experience. So, Patty, I'm listening to this and I'm, I'm just seeing how a move is, is again, just a distillation of, of life in so many ways. You know, how you deal with stress, and in particular to what you've just been talking about, because I just see this not even going through a move. You know, we've been busy with work. It's just been incredibly busy. And, and how you deal with stress, how you personally deal with stress is felt and, and responded to by the people around your life. And that's so important when you uh, have a family to understand that those highs and lows that you navigate, how you deal with them, and they they react to your reactions. And, you know, Bruce, that is absolutely true. And, you know, your your narrative helps you navigate those highs and lows. And, you know, if we kind of take it back to that roller coaster ride that we talked about, and if we layer on top of that controlling your narrative, it's really about what kind of rider do you want to be? You know, and if you really think about think about two extremes of a roller coaster rider, right? And you can kind of look on a continuum. So on one one extreme, you have that rider who, you know, we tricked them to get into the line. They thought that they were getting in line for like curly fries or a corn dog or something, but we really put them on the roller coaster ride. So they're resistant. They're going to go in kicking and screaming. Um, we're going to push them in the roller coaster ride. And those are the people that are hanging on to that little bar and they're closing their eyes and kicking and screaming and they're, and they're never really going to enjoy the ride. So that's one extreme, you know, and uh, they're the kind of heck no, I won't go person. 
But on the absolute other extreme, you have the the person who is so enthusiastic about the ride that he gets everybody in the line pumped up about the roller coaster ride, right? You can't help but feel the energy from this person. And they they get into the car, they jump in there. They don't care where they're sitting. They're enjoying the ride. They haven't even double checked to make sure their little bar snapped because they got their hands up and they're hooting and hollering and they're contagious. So if you think the reality is you're going to bounce back in between each one of those extremes during your whole PCS, but it's your narrative that helps you shape what kind of rider you are. And, you know, the kind of writer that you are, the kind of energy that you put out is really the energy that you get back from the people around you. So, you know, depending on how you determine that you're going to respond to something, you're going to see that back in the people around you. Yes. And, you know, I said our family, we use a lot of humor. PCS is it's so stressful and we kind of use humor to, um, you know, kind of deflect. I like to call it the crabby pants. You know, if somebody has their crabby pants on, if you're laughing, the crabby pants really aren't as bad, right? There's just a, a lot of ways, you know, we, we draw on those funny PCS blunder stories, you know, like the dining room table story I told you about. But we also have this, um, we call it a, a PCS pinky promise in our family. And um, basically, we kind of monitor ourselves. And we we know when the stress is getting to us, we have that conversation where we say, hey, you know what? I love you. I care about you. And I know that I'm going to get emotional and I'm going to act sometime in the motion. And I need you to be patient with me. And I, I need you to cut me a little slack. And I'm going to do the same and cut you a little slack. And um, so we kind of make that PCS promise to each other because we know we've got some some times when we're going to be that crazy uh you know on the crazier end of the roller coaster rider but we're in this together and we need to support each other to kind of get through that's absolutely true you know there's a group of people of a group of individuals in this family that are all making the same move the same pcs and you know especially as a parent you know, you really need to acknowledge the emotions that uh, each individual is going to experience. Absolutely. Recognizing that it's going to be different for each person. And and that kind of is a good place, Bruce, for us to kind of swing around to the last universal truth. And that's basically, you're not alone. I know a lot of the examples that I gave were on my family unit, um, but it, it doesn't really matter if you're a single service member who's PCSing for the first time, or if you are a family of five moving for the fifth time, you are never alone. There are a wealth of resources to assist you at every stage of your PCS. It doesn't re- it doesn't matter what stage of your military career you're in. You're you're never alone. Yeah, for folks who have moved several times, they know that you never get a total lock on the issue. You know, it's always different. There's always a new set of circumstances and challenges. Uh, For those who are new to the military, know that every single move is going to have its own twist. But as you say, there are resources. So, yeah, we want to talk about them. And one of the resources that we offer is called Plan My Move. Can you explain what that resource is? 
Right. And the plan my move is, um, it's a way to organize yourself. It's a self-help application that you answer. It's, it's as simple as answering a few questions. And all of a sudden you have a ready-made checklist of items that you can actually divide and conquer. You can divide them up by family member. You can give um, people different tasks to accomplish. Um, and they're really based on what your situation is. So for example, if you're um, PCSing with pets, you answer yes to the pets and you get a list of tasks that are probably going to make your PCS with pets a little bit easier. So it's really a self-help planning tool that you can use and you can even save the checklist. So if you have one last time, tried and true that worked, you could restart that one up again for your next PCS. There is Plan My Move, which we offer at the defense department level to military families. But we dovetail, I think, very, very nicely, and we totally acknowledge that your local installation, there is amazing support. And can you talk about that? And then we can get into some of the other resources that we have available. Yeah, absolutely. If you're more of a hands-on person, you want to sit in a class or you want to talk to somebody face-to-face, your military and family support centers offer a relocation assistance. Program. And so there's somebody there to help you. If you're more concerned um, about your physical move, uh, know that your local transportation offices have professionals. They do this for a living. They've moved people all over the world. So I can guarantee you if you have some kind of issue with your physical moving your things, there is someone at that local transportation office who can help you. Two, two things I want to touch on. Uh, one is called Military Installations. And the other is the Military One Source Call Center. So start off, Patty, if you would, about military installations. Because it's basically an online yellow pages for installations. It's pretty powerful. It is, absolutely. So if, if you need to reach out and touch someone and you're looking for an office, Military Installations has you covered. Um, provides an online directory of um, offices and resources at installations to help you. So it's really easy to use and you can go there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, set yourself up for success, getting all of the contacts that you need. And then the Military One Source also offers consultants who can help you talk through your relocation strategy, help you get organized, get all of your stuff together so that you can move your PCS forward. So we'll put links in the program notes, but that's links that will be to plan my move to military installations and also to the military one source call center. So Patty, I wanted to turn a little bit because this is just, it's so important and you've got a great take on sponsorship. So talk to us about, you know, being a sponsor, what it means to be a sponsor. And, you know, Bruce, I'm glad that you reminded me about the unit sponsorship program. So so the unit sponsorship program is a commander's program. And really the intent behind it is, I mean, okay, for lack of a better way to explain it, it's the adult version of um, 
finding somebody to sit with on the first day of school at their lunch table, right? Everybody re- probably can relate to that first day of school where you get your lunch period and you think, gosh, I hope I know somebody in the lunch in the lunchroom. So that sponsorship really does that kind of on an, on an adult level where they're giving you somebody who's are, already knows the lay of the land and they're helping you make your way. Because, you know, for a lot of the things that we talk about, you've basically unplugged all of your support system and your connections and you're in some, you're in a new environment that you aren't familiar with. So so your sponsor helps you connect and and make those routines a lot easier. And you know, I'll tell you, we've had over the years, we've had some awesome sponsors and we've had some not so awesome sponsors. And I'll tell you, I've always taken that as a challenge to pay it forward and be that awesome sponsor to the next person. And you know, if you're not in a position to be a you know, no kidding appointed unit sponsor, um I kind of see it as reverse crowdsourcing. Don't wait for the new people to come to you, you know, be that friendly face so they can sit at your lunch table, offer the great information about um, their new location so that they can get settled. And I, I will add one more thing, you know, it's not any easier for children to, you know, find friends and, and, and make those connections. So there's actually a youth sponsorship program through the youth programs on your installation as well. It's a really a great point. You know, there are the formal sponsors, but you know, anyone can be a sponsor. You know, if you, if you don't even use the term sponsor, you can just refer who's as somebody who's looking out for somebody else. But still, it is very very helpful. This is based on feedback that we get. We have a course online and it's the sponsorship awareness course, and we'll put a link for that as well. But it is, uh, it's a really great course for people who, you know, are going to be serving as a sponsor. You know, you probably have a lot of it in your mind, what you think you ought to offer a family or an individual already. But this really goes through the whole list and you will get some nuggets. You'll get some additional ideas to just make yourself a better sponsor. You'll feel better for it. And the, uh, the, the family coming in will benefit tremendously from it. Absolutely, Bruce. And I'll I'll just add, if you haven't been out on the mill life learning, I mean, that they have a wealth of courses for you just add to your knowledge and your skills. So I'd encourage you to follow the link and go out there and check out what they have. Patty, I so appreciate you having this conversation. Any final words? Um, Bruce, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, you know, to folks out there getting ready to PCS, um, you know, you're not alone. And re- just remember those four universal truths. Excellent. Patty Dibdahl, thank you so much for joining us. For those of you listening, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we really encourage you to subscribe to this podcast because we hit so many issues, uh, so many topics that cover the whole span of military life. You know, we're Military OneSource, we're, we're a website, we're apps, we're call centers, we're now a podcast, we're an official resource of the Department of Defense. We really do have so much to offer. So stick around, give us a listen, and uh, send us your feedback. So we thank you very much for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.